Hi, Mama. I see you. I know that your heart desires so strongly to live out your motherhood purpose, God's purpose for your life, and to help your kids know and follow him. But it can be so hard, especially as a working mom. You're exhausted. You feel stressed out. You're overwhelmed. You just don't have time and you're worried that you're just not doing enough or what you're doing might be hurting your kids. In this three-part series, I invite you into a Holy Spirit-led mama-to-mama conversation that I had with my incredible friend and mentor, Christy McGuyan from Champions Built. This friend talk was way, way too good not to hit record and share with you. We literally were at the kitchen table or around the island and we decided to come and hit record. We talk about all the things, mama, all the things on our God-loving mama hearts. This is a must listen. You're not going to want to miss these episodes. We dive into how to raise kingdom kids, parenting with God and not the enemy, lessons learned, two most important filters to use before you respond to your kid, how to mother to the natural bend of your kid, how to de-escalate a situation and transform your mind and your heart. We talk about expectations of a mother and being rooted in the right expectation so that way the enemy doesn't take you off course. We talk about what to do when you feel like you've messed up with your kids or you're experiencing trials. We talk about surrendering your kids to God and why it is so important to do that. We talk about how to trust in the Lord and so, so, so much more. I cannot wait. I pray this blesses you and your kids in a God-sized way. But just before we dive into part one, I want to be sure that you know all about the Rooted Motherhood Method biblical parenting course that I'm about to launch for you on July 22nd. If you feel like, Mama, God is calling you to step into a bigger purpose, you feel this nudging or Holy Spirit is guiding you towards this and you're feeling like, gosh, I just know there's more. There's so much more for me in motherhood and I want it to be way more fruitful than what it is for me and my child. And you want to connect with them so much more deeply and shepherd them in a way that um, allows them to move towards Jesus and feel God's purpose for them. But you just don't know how, again, you're just so busy working. You don't even know where to start and you don't even feel connected enough to your kids to lead them. This is exactly why I created Rooted Motherhood Method for you. I was led by the Holy Spirit and God to to create this course for you. Through this course and through the Holy Spirit, you will grow spiritually in your intimate and personal relationship with God. You will gain clarity over God's purpose in your motherhood so that way you can mother as God has designed you and has called you to mother. 
And then you are going to also learn the exact ways to shepherd and connect with your kids in a way only God can anoint. And I give you an entire kingdom parenting toolkit that teaches you the exact actions that you can take to fulfill your motherhood purpose and just so much more. And don't worry, it's simple and it's so doable as a working mama. It is time to mother without the overwhelm, exhaustion, and guilt so that way you can shepherd and connect with your kids the way God is calling you to. Learn how to grow in your relationship and discover God's purpose in your motherhood and raise kingdom kids. Mothering God's way is absolutely life-changing. I pray and hope that you say yes if God is calling you to this. DM me for more details or you can join my VIP group. And then you can also get some special pricing, which is going to be significantly reduced for this particular group because I super value those. um, I value everyone, but those particularly at my VIP group are going to get kind of that VIP treatment, right? And that special pricing. So come over to bit.ly forward slash R-W-M Insider, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash R-W-M Insider. And that's like as in Rooted Working Mom Insider. And join my VIP group and you will get all those special goodies and those um, VIP pricing. And then you'll you'll be the first to know when some of my um, podcasts get released. So anyway, so much good there for you. I hope and pray that you say yes, because it is so, it is so time, Mama. You were born for such a time as this, and I cannot wait. I hope to meet you in the course. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the king. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. All right, so I'm here with my dear friend, Christy McGuyan, and we were actually having a conversation around the kitchen island, and we're like, we should stop and record this. (laughs) And so we were just having like a friendship talk and a motherhood talk and lots of good things. And so I am so excited that I get to share her with you all. She is absolutely incredible, one of my dear friends. 
so blessed and so gifted in what God has called her to do um, in so many ways as a mom, as a business person, even just her background as an, an athlete, and then also just coaching both like individual and groups and even at like the corporate kind of business level. So like so many areas of her life, then she's able to, to kind of help people grow in relationship and, you know, do all the things that um, we are called to do. With that, um, Christy, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom Show. Mm, I love being here. I'm so excited. And to be actually where you record it, to be sitting right next to you, it's such a blessing. So I'm excited to be here. Yes, yeah, so good. So we were just talking so much about like, I will just say, you know, I look up to you so much for a lot of things, but one thing is you're so good at um, mothering your, your two boys um, in such a way that you're able to kind of mother them in the way God has called them to be mm-hmm. in this world. And they're really on fire for Jesus. And and I think, I know we were talking about some lessons you've learned through that and, and how you've grown in that in like ways that like lessons learned and things that are helpful for you. I would love to, maybe let's just start there. Like, what would you say regarding all of that? Yeah. Well, I would say like, if the only thing that I left your listeners with today um, was it all just goes back to, it starts from and goes back to, and everything I filter kind of decisions and stuff through is the two commands that Jesus gave us is to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind and to love others. And so Really, if we get off course there, we're off course. Nothing, I mean, literally, he said that was number one and number two commandment. So I guess with the number one commandment, the first thing is where where am I rooted? Where is my identity? Where is my focus? Where am I, am I first doing that? And when that relationship is um, strong, when that relationship is where my focus is, then everything will flow correctly from there. You know, if I'm filling myself up with Jesus, then what's going to flow out of me is Jesus. Like scripture says, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? So from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, if my heart is full of Jesus, then the overflow is going to be Jesus. If my heart is filled with, oh, I'm so frustrated with then the overflow is going to be frustration, right? So um, where's our focus for one? And then when I moved to number two with my kids is um, loving others. My kids are others, you know, those are others. (laughs) And so if the Lord calls me first to love them, he doesn't call me first to change them. He never calls me to change them. That's actually the Holy Spirit's job. Um, It's a lot of freedom as a mom when you realize that's the Holy Spirit's job, right? But if I filter my actions, my decisions, my, you know, my interactions with them through, am I loving them? I mean, I would much rather um, my kids be, you know, smothered in love and have a messy room. (laughs) (laughs) And not fight them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that, you know, obviously we'll talk about there's, you know, things that we're supposed to, obviously the scripture says, raise a child up in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. But it's not, you know, there's bents that our kids have, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't want to fight the natural bent, the way that the Lord made my child to be. You know, why do I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time? We know, I don't know why I'm going back to the messy room thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we know that they're just people in life. Some people are neat and some people are messy. It's just how it is, right? 
But am I like, do I have an expectation of my kids based on what I'm concerned they reflect about me? Mm -hmm. And so I'm so focused on how it reflects on me that I'm trying to make them something that they're not. I give you a really good example about that. Actually, um, my husband and I both were high level athletes, collegiate athletes, post-collegiate athlete. And so, you know, oh, you guys are gonna have kids. Your kids are gonna be super athletic. And yes, they are (laughs) athletic were shaped and formed in different ways than we, and like, we just, yeah. So I can remember my oldest is just full of joy. He's like, just, just joy, 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 especially when he was younger. So pin in that, we'll talk about that. But so he was 10 years old on a very competitive baseball team. And he would just be in the dugout with his teammates and his teammates are all focused on winning. And all he wants to do is have conversations with them. (laughs) He just wants to like, tell stories and giggle and laugh. And they're like, so they're so irritated. And then you're like, and the parents are probably irritated too. So you start going down this path of what's everybody thinking. And then he gets in the outfield when they actually put him on the field. (laughs) He was a liability at that time. He's in the outfield and he's like dancing and looking at everything. And, and the athlete in me is like, and the coach and the coach me even is like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and then I remember just the Lord being like, "That's who I made him to be." So, are we stifling, or controlling, or even manipulating our kids to be who we want them to be, or we are we flowing with and encouraging the natural things that the Lord's put inside of them? So, that same son, we had to realize. The Lord made this kid to be joyful and energetic and talkative and, you know, and not be put in some box so that he could be controlled. Or even at school, when he was younger at school, we realized we had to realize like he's going to school, a full day of school, and teachers are wanting him to behave in a certain way so they can control the whole environment. And there's nothing we can really do to change that. And outside of homeschooling and most of our listeners are working moms, right? So that's not going to happen. So, and so we had to be even more focused on Lord. We want to help pull this gift out of him. Please help us not to be at home and do the same thing because we we don't have time to listen or his energy is too much right now. Or we had to partner with what the Lord had put Mm -hmm. inside of him right? Instead of having an expectation for it to look a way we thought it should look, or I, I just think the, the bigger thing is what is everybody else thinking? Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that as young as when we were young moms or when I was a young mom, or you can picture in your head, a young mom being in a grocery store and their kid freaking out. Oh yeah. And the first thing the mom's concerned about most of the time, I mean, really, let's be real is what is everybody thinking about me? as a mom. And so how do we respond in situations that really, when we know that God commands and controls all things and has called us first to love him with all of our hearts, full strength and mind and to love others is the situation. What is the situation actually about? And when we can look at it from that perspective, most times, well, all the time it's to draw us closer to him and to change something in us right? We so often want to change things in other people instead of going, Lord, what are you doing in my heart? Mm-hmm. Right. What are you doing in my heart? So that yeah, would be so good. Christy. And 
And then ultimately what it does is it like creates a division between you yeah. and your kid, right? Like it creates a wall between yeah. you and your kid and, and you have bad feelings towards each other. And and I think it hurts your relationship with mm-hmm. your kid and the, 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 the trust is like slowly gone after a while because it's like, well, your kid starts thinking, well, I'm just not good enough. Something's yeah. wrong with me. Like this is how I'm like bent to be. Yeah. You know, like I'm just happy and she wants me not to be this yeah. way. And like yeah. I get in trouble if I'm too happy or too joyful. And so that means something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And so that creates doubt from the enemy in their head about your identity, right? Yep. I just know, even for me and my experience with, with my older son, it's like I have to be really careful not to take offense mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. maybe something he tells me or maybe like I was sharing with you earlier is like, you know, me coming in his room late at night where he's actually tired. He has a game the next day and I just want to cuddle and talk and talk and talk. And he's like, hey, mom, you know, it's late. Like, I think I'm going to get to bed now. And I was so like, oh, my gosh, he doesn't <laughs> want to be with me. He doesn't care about you. And then I left so um, just hurt. But then, like, he came and apologized a few, like, minutes later. And I'm like, oh, I even felt where I'm like, that was manipulation mm-hmm. in a way that I wasn't like truly aware of it. But in reflecting on it, it's like I made him feel so bad when I left that he felt a need to come and say mm-hmm. sorry to yeah. me. Yeah. When I was like so self or self, it was about me, not yeah. about him at that point. Yeah. And I'm like, those are things that obviously we don't want to walk in those things mm-hmm. as a mom because it's it's not who God is calling us to be. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and it's even like the moments that people would say, that's a teachable moment, right? <laughs> like <laughs> you, we have to stop and ask the Lord. Like, because Jesus... Like literally, I mean, it says multiple times in the Gospels that Jesus only did um, what he saw the Father do, and he only said um, what he heard the Father say. Like that's what he did. And so, asking ourselves when when we feel like there's a situation or a teachable moment, or like, is this something that you want me to pick up? Is this something you you know that that you actually want me to teach him, or? Am I doing this out of how I feel in response to my woundings and in, in response? We were talking to about um, my, my, my husband. Well, we were talking about my husband. So <laughs> actually, since I said that, let's go there first. One of the th- lessons I feel like I really also learned that started with my husband and then went to my kids and then to just all relationships is there's also a moment in time that we have. Like there's just this split second. It's just this split second that we get to make a decision. Like that's the free will part, right? We get to make a decision of, and you and I said, like, who are you going to partner with? And and that split decision of, are we going to escalate the situation or de-escalate the situation? Am I going to throw fuel on a fire (laughs) or am I going to like, just go, man, we love each other. Like, I want to be in unity with him. I don't want to bring division in right now. I don't, there's no need. We can just let this go. Like, this doesn't have to be a big deal, you know? And, um, and so we have that decision with anybody, you know, am I fighting for my rights or am I loving the person and letting go? And many times, you know, especially if we, if we're talking husband and wife or boy mom, if we're talking boy mom, I mean, girl moms, you can talk about a whole nother thing, of course, but (laughs) like the differences in personality styles or the differences in the way we respond to things can be blown out of proportion and then become something that if we just let go and, and, you know, again, back to identity, do I get my self-worth from my husband and my kids 
or do I get my self-worth where I'm supposed to? And that's from the Lord. Because if I'm getting my self-worth from the Lord, I'm not filling voids with my kids. I'm not filling voids with my husband. And so I'm not hurt. Oh gosh, there's a whole nother word. Expectations. You and I have talked about that a lot. Yep, absolutely. I do have an expectation because the Lord, it says to love one another's. It doesn't say, and then expect them to love you in return. Like we're supposed to love without expectation, but man, that's a, in our flesh, that's an impossible thing to do. And so, so many times we have expectations and many times, how many times do we have expectations that the other person doesn't even know we have, right? <laughs> or like in a situation, their expectations would be different than ours because of our natural bents or who we are and what we enjoy. And so we have to surrender all of that. And I just really feel like that expectation is a thing that enemy uses a ton to get us off, of course, because we're focusing on self. What is my expectations? What is my desire? What is my need? You know, I'm a definition person, so I love looking up definitions of words. And um, when I looked up that word uh, several years ago, the one definition that I found like, I'm like, oh, that's biblical. It's, you know, it's not, but I mean, that fit really what we should hold on to was the one definition was our um, prospect of our promised inheritance. That's what we hold on to. We, we hold on to what we know the promises of the Lord are, right? And what our reward is in heaven and what the things, when we walk in obedience, what the favor, his favor, you know, like holding on to that, we should expect. That's where we should be. Again, I love your, I love rooted. I love rooted so good. And that's where we should should be rooted, you know, is in those expectations and being fulfilled from the Lord instead of having, trying to get other people to meet expectations. I guess for moms, I hope you caught that. Um, the part where you literally have like the split second to make life impacting decisions for you and your family. Mm -hmm. And you're taking that thought and you're deciding, is it a heavenly thought or is it coming from the enemy trying to create division and confusion and offense in my home or between me and my child or between me and my husband. So like, I think that is so critical because you can just quickly overlook that and then it can completely destroy your whole night, Mm -hmm. your whole day, your relationship with your kid. I think these are probably some of the reasons why maybe kids don't talk to their parents anymore. Like all the bad things that, that can happen from it. So Really just being aware of, okay, where is this thought coming from? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to hit that home because yeah. I think that is such a important piece and it's so powerful in our ability to really just take authority as moms over mm-hmm. our home and not th- let the enemy control it. Because mm-hmm. then then you kind of get into the spiral and it's so hard to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then you just feel like everything becomes negative and yep. you're overwhelmed and you feel like you're failing as a mom and it's just all the negatives happen. Yep. And the more you practice that, you know, so when, when you mess up, the first thing is apologize. And the quicker you are to apologize, the quicker that will be, you'll be transformed in that. That won't happen. Because again, in that split moment, is your action that you're getting ready to take, is, your, is the word you're getting ready to say, is the decision you're getting ready to make, can you filter that through Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love others. All right, we're going to stop it right here. So come back and join us next week for part two as uh, my dear friend Christy and I continue our talk 
all about um, walking in God's peace, letting go of um, the battles that the Lord is not calling you to fight, surrendering your kids to Jesus. Um, We also talk about how to grow your love for the Lord. And we talk about renewal of your mind and then so, so, so much more. So I hope that you come back for um, part two. Um, It will be just as good. And if you are ready to grow your parenting toolbox and ready to just step into your motherhood with just boldness and God's given authority and knowing how to battle the right battle when it comes to raising your kids and being equipped for um, this purpose that he has so called you and that you are chosen for and you're ready to learn the exact actions you can take to get clarity on your motherhood purpose and to shepherd and connect with your kids in the way that your heart so deeply desires. I want you to pray and see if the Holy Spirit is leading you to um, join me in the Rooted Motherhood Method biblical parenting course that I was led to create. It is going to be available July 22nd is the big launch day. Um, You can head over to rootedworkingmom.com and sign up there for my VIP email group and get special VIP pricing as well as just some extra other goodies. And I believe that when you commit to the Rooted Motherhood Method, it has the power to transform and um, grow your relationship with God, which is going to transform the way you mother and um, you connect with your kids and that there will be generational legacy changes and impact by your yes to you and um, really just committing to growing deeper with God in what he is calling you to. So if you feel like God is seeking you or you're feeling the, the, the call to seek him, mama, this is your answer. It's right here for you. I hope and pray that you say yes and amen and join me in the rooted mother method, uh, motherhood method. It's going to be so, so good. As always come back next time. God bless. See you soon. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way, I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.